What's up, guys? I'm Paul. I'm back. This is Falling Theology as we continue to study through Ephesians. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're listening. We're on chapter 1, verse 13 through 14. We went through the Godhead. The first one was the Father, the second, the Son, and now we are on the Spirit in 12 or 13 through 14. And I'll probably add a little bit of 12 because it kind of goes along with it, but 13 through 14 are our main verses. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, man, go ahead and stop the tape, read it, come back, and we'll discuss the full questions. If you've already got it, no need waiting, right? Let's go and jump into it, man. What does the scripture have to say? What did Paul write? Well, uh, he says that in who also, and so since we go to also, I want to start at 12. It says uh, um, the praise, so this could be to the praise of the glory of him for the those who put their hope in Christ first. And also you, so those who put their hope in Christ first, he says, but also you. Specifically, now he's talking about his readers. So that's us. That's us, right? We. We is you is we. <laughs> and so it says you, when you believe the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and who also having believed. And so so once you have heard it and then once you believe it. So once we heard the gospel and we believed in the gospel, it says that we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is a down payment or a guarantee of the inheritance that we have our inheritance to the redemption of the possession to the praise of his glory. And so what this means is that the Holy Spirit rests upon us. The Holy Spirit is inside us. He lives in us as a, a down payment or for us to recognize that uh, we have something, that the, 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 the first fruits of our inheritance, the first fruits of the things that we're going to gain because of the goodness of God, not based on upon anything we could do, but because of the goodness of God is the Holy Spirit. And then there's so much more coming, so much more. And he gave us that Holy Spirit first, which is awesome, man. That's who he is, is someone who's going to help us to do good, to grow in sanctification, which is a big word that means that we're going to look like Christ every day. We're going to start to be moving closer to the image of Christ every day. He's given us as a down payment, a reminder to help us to know that we do have an inheritance coming, that we do have a possession that we're going to gain, which is heaven. And all the things uh, that come with it, man, that's God. Oh, that's not all the things. That is the thing, is God. But all the things that come with him. But then also, it's not just a, um, um, a guarantee of our inheritance, but it's a guarantee that we will be inherited. It says to the redemption of the, um, the possession. And so I think that this here is his possession, which is not here, but it. It is it is an understanding because redemption was talked about earlier. And God is the one who buys us by the blood of Jesus. He purchases by the blood of Jesus. We talked in the last episode about the exchange that had to happen, that it was a slave and that, that we were under the slavery of sin. And so we had to be bought out of that. And so the one who has the redemption of his possession, that means that God, the one who bought the possession, gets to get it. He redeemed it. And so that's why I believe that this is the redemption of his possession is us. And so what that seal means, what the Holy Spirit means that we are, is that it's also a guarantee that God is going to get us. Oh. So that God is going to get us is to say that he's going to grab us and we're going to receive our inheritance, of course. 
because that comes along with it, but that God cherishes us and desires for us. Remember we said earlier about he does this out of the good pleasure of his will. Woo, that's powerful stuff right there. That's powerful stuff, man. And so a seal, I want to talk a little bit about that real quick, and then we'll go on to the rest of the questions. But a seal is important because what Paul is trying to say here is that we are protected under the provision of God. What a seal does, it represents ownership or possession. It says that this is mine. And a, a sense of it is like um, a scroll that would have a seal, a signet ring would be pressing a hot wax and put on there. And so the person that reads would recognize, hey, this is the, the insignia of such and such. And for it to be a king, which God is or who God is, is that a king's emblem, a signet ring on the king would say that if you touch this, open this, break this, it's under consequence. Oh, you in trouble. You in trouble, sir, if you break this thing and you ain't supposed to. If it hasn't got to the person it's supposed to get to or the place it's supposed to be received, death could be coming. And so when Paul says that about the seal, that's what it was during Roman times. They understood that the Holy Spirit is that same protection over us, that, that, that there is nothing that's going to take us away from being received by God, that we're going to get there because we are his. That's that's awesome to think of, that God is protecting us in such a way. He has his power over us and his mark upon us, man. One more thing I want to say about that, and then we'll get to it. I know I said one more thing before, but this is just, it just touches me so much that we talk about the, taking the Lord's name in vain. And this is a picture of that. The Lord has placed his name upon us as a seal that we might represent him. So when we go about, this is who we are. And so when we take the Lord's name in vain, that's a bad thing. And when I say take the Lord's name in vain, I mean when we act unbecoming of the name that the Lord has placed upon us. He sealed us with his Holy Spirit. He says that we are his. And so we got to act like it. And so when we're not living the purpose that he has called us to live. Then that is what it means to be living vainly. Because we're not living by the purpose that God has called us to. And so we're not living by that purpose. Then we're breaking that commandment of taking the Lord's name in vain. And so can, what, what can we learn about God in this, man? Well, that God's got his mark on us, man. I've just emphasized that so much. But God has got his mark on us. And he dwells with his people. He has given us himself, his spirit, that he might live in us. So that we might live with him. God is good in that respect, in that regard. It's just amazing to think that he sealed us, placed his mark on us to say we are his, but then he also comes down to dwell with us, to live with us. What does this say about man? First off, it says that we are his inheritance. Man, that's beautiful. Just think, sometimes I feel like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. You know what I mean? When a person dies and they inherit debt, because I feel like I'm not up to par, but that's not how God sees us. We're going to see in uh, verse 18 later on, it says that we're his glorious inheritance. And so that means that, that he desires us. And so, man, take that, dude. Live in that. Dwell in that. I know I'm, I'm being application right now, but that's what the scripture says. It says that we are his inheritance. So live in that. But second, we must believe to receive. It says, and you hearing the word of truth. Also having believed. That means we have to believe, we have to have faith, we have to trust in order to receive our inheritance and for him to inherit us. So we have to trust. 
and what he has done through his son, Jesus. So how can we apply these things to, to our lives? Well, like I said, man, just first off, believe. If you if you don't know him, man, if you haven't trusted your life, entrusted your life to him, if you haven't given him all of who you are so that he can take care of you, put his protection over you, and lead you in the ways of righteousness and goodness and truth and awesomeness and awesomeness. Yes, yes, sir. And do that today. Do that today. But then dwell on the fact that we're his glorious inheritance. Realize that we are his possession, his own possession, that he desires to gain. God actually wants us. <laughs> I thank you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode as we have ended the Godhead. And we're going to enter into some more stuff.